Hello, my name is Elisa Roscoe. I am 30 years old. I am a mother of three, soon to be four. I am a wife. I am a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And I am here to share my life. My purpose in starting this podcast is to share my experiences and what I've learned from being a mother as well as a wife navigating the challenges of a biracial and bicultural marriage and how the gospel of Jesus Christ makes a difference in my everyday life. I invite you to join me along this journey of faith, family, and motherhood. Hello, and welcome to episode one of season one of the Orozco Way podcast. I am your host, Elise Orozco, and I guess there's no better way to start than to just dive right in and start. So here we go. Um, I would like to talk today about... um, defining my season and I was listening to a different podcast and I don't really know if I'm like allowed to uh, like say what podcast I was listening to um, without it being like sponsored and whatnot I don't know those rules quite yet so I'm not gonna say what podcast I was listening to but Um, it was a popular podcast on Spotify and it was a mommy podcast, obviously, because that's pretty much what I'm into right now. And, um, the host was talking about defining our season and I just really loved that idea. I felt very inspired by it and I kind of just immediately paused the podcast while I was listening to it and I wrote down what I feel like the definition of my season is and also what it is going to be for 2021. Um, This is a pretty big year for my family. My husband is going through some pretty intense training right now for the next few months and then he gets to open up an insurance office this summer. And so, um, this year I am going to be somewhat a low key, like almost (laughs) full-time single mom, um, with how much time it is going to take my husband away from the family. So, I sat down and I thought, okay, what is the definition of my season right now and also what uh, what is my vision for this year and what is the definition of my season my season for this year and so um in addition to that i decided to come up with a scripture to encompass my hopes and dreams and my vision for 2021 So I'm going to go over my list that I wrote down that I feel like is my definition of my season right now and for this year. And then I'm going to kind of come back and go over some of these things and just explain them further. And so the first thing I wrote down was to be present emotionally and physically to meet my children's needs. 
to raise them up in righteousness and teach them the gospel of Jesus Christ, as well as good habits and principles. To create and maintain a nice and tidy home in which the spirit can dwell. To take care of myself so that I can be there for my kids 100%. To be there for my husband, to support him, and to cheer him on. And this year, I will be charged with being the head of this household and running this home mostly on my own. To have joy in the journey and to have fun. And then for my scripture that so far right now I've decided is going to be my theme for 2021 until further notice, basically, unless I change my mind. My scripture for this year is Doctrine and Covenants, section 12, verse 8. And it says, And no one can assist in this work except he shall be humble and full of love, having faith, hope, and charity, being temperate in all things whatsoever shall be entrusted to his care. And so those are the Christ-like attributes that I'm going to be striving for this year is to be humble, to be full of love, to have faith, hope, and charity, and to be temperate in all things whatsoever shall be entrusted in my care. I like the word temperate. Um, I looked it up because I wasn't quite sure what it meant. Um, and basically it means self-mastery and to have self-control. And so I think that that is a very interesting one. I think that that's one that I probably need to focus on the most is that, um, I think that I could have some more self-control in my, how my use of my time, my attention, where I'm putting my attention which is why that brings me back to my list here of my season that I am defining. The first thing that I put on my list was to be present emotionally and physically to meet my children's needs. And, oh my goodness, (laughs) like the struggle is just so real. Um, The last year, 2020, I maybe I'll make an episode about it. No, I definitely will. I have to. Like, I just have to touch on all of the amazing miracles that happened last year. Um, But uh, yeah, 2020 was one of the worst years of my life. And it had absolutely nothing to do with the pandemic, Um, which is what I feel like affected most people. But for me, it was all to do with my own um, personal health challenges. From the time that I gave birth in on February 2nd of 2020, yes, my son's birthday is 2-2-2020. It's pretty cool. Um, he's my third. That was my third child. And after his birth, within, gosh, like, days of coming home from the hospital had to have been like three days five days I don't know I had an ovarian cyst rupture um 
And if you have ever experienced the rupturing of an ovarian cyst, <laughs> you get it. Like, you know, with it just, oh my gosh. I have never like wanted to die before from pain other than childbirth. And I had just gone through childbirth and then I have this ovarian cyst explode on me and it was just unspeakable. The The pain was unreal. Um, and so that's kind of where it started was like five days, three to five days after my son was born. So around February 7th or so. And then from there, it just kind of went downhill. My bowels, my digestive tract decided to take a turn for the worst, which actually has been in the works for several years now, now that I like do a self-reflection of it all. Um, I can see the signs were there for a long time and they were just slowly creeping up on me. But, um, yes, I, uh, I learned some things about my body, um, that I didn't know before. Like for instance, I'm developing some interesting food allergies and, and serious ones as well. Um, dairy is one of them and that's kind of a big one. You know, it's kind of in a lot of things. And gluten also wreaks havoc on my system. It makes me quite miserable. And that was actually probably, no, no, no. Yes, gluten was probably the number two cause of my debilitating illness for the majority of 2020. The number one thing that I learned after procedures and tests is that I've got a failing gallbladder. So that's fun. Um, I have to, you know, get the gallbladder removed and whatnot, but I got pregnant again. <laughs> so we had to... Uh, postpone the removal of my gallbladder. Uh-oh. Did I just turn this off? Um, so we just had to postpone the removal of my gallbladder until further notice because I got pregnant. So anyways, that being said, my 2020, I was not super duper emotionally present for my kids and I was definitely physically not present as well a, a lot, like significant for a stay-at-home mom. And um, anyway, so 2021, it is my dream, it's my hope, and it's my vision that now that I have more answers about my health problems that I will be able to um, take care of myself better and have more of a specific plan and just be able to be more present emotionally and physically in order to meet my children's needs, their love language needs, their emotional needs, and um, 
and just to be there and to play with them and to have fun with them so that they can have happy, fun memories with mommy, you know? Um, step number two, to raise them up in righteousness and to teach them the gospel as well as good habits and principles. Um, this has been a pretty big focus of mine, even through 2020. Um, we, for a few years, I have felt prompted to keep my children home and to homeschool them. However, I battled with that idea for a while. And my daughter officially started kindergarten. This current school year is her kindergarten year. And we finally, um, you know, decided to move forward with that prompting. Um, it was a pretty hard decision to make. It was grueling. It was heart-wrenching. I cried a lot. I grieved. I mourned um, because of how social she is and how much I know she thrives in a school classroom environment and just from what I've seen in her preschool. And um, anyways, oh, it was hard to come to that decision, but I know beyond the shadow of a doubt that it was the right decision. Like I have no doubts about it and nobody can make me feel bad about it because I'm, I am that confident in it. Um, I just woke up one day with the strongest conviction of my life that that is what I needed to do. And not just distanced learning, which is, you know, now, right now during the pandemic, we have so many options, but, um, I decided not even to do distance learning through the public system, public school system. I decided to take it on on my own, which was completely nuts, um, considering I had a, how old was he when we started school? Like four months, six months. My baby was still like a baby and my middle child, my current middle child is, was only gosh almost two when we started so it was a it was pretty a pretty brutal experience um trying to figure out how it was going to work for us but we did and I just feel so blessed like amazingly blessed by Heavenly Father right now that he did command me to do this. I know that. I know he commanded me to do this and he did provide the way. And I know that it's because of of my faith that I acted on that leap of faith that he, that commandment that he gave me that required a leap of faith on my part and, and he just made it work. And homeschooling has provided just such amazing, wonderful, beautiful opportunities for me to just raise my children up in righteousness and to teach them the gospel daily. And of course, like that's totally possible with sending your kids off to school a hundred percent. Like I know that because I grew up in going to public school. Like I was not homeschooled, you know, but I've just had so many unique opportunities just throughout the day. Like 
when we're doing chores together or when we're just sitting around watching TV together or anything really like all day long with just random opportunities to just teach my daughter a gospel principle just based on what just happened, like what we just experienced in the very moment that it happened. And I do feel like that that has been a very unique experience to to us because we are homeschooling. And we do feel inspired to continue homeschooling for the 2021-2022 school year. And so I look forward to, I have the hopes, the dreams, and the vision that we will continue to be able to raise our children up in righteousness and to teach them the gospel, as well as good habits and principles all day, every day, random moments here and there, and that it will be a the, like a central focus in uh, my parenting for this year, for my season, my 2021 mommy season. Uh, my next point was to create and maintain a nice and tidy home in which the spirit can dwell. 2020, like I said, was such a train wreck for me. I was so violently ill for probably four to six months straight. Um, it was so brutal. I've never experienced, oh no, 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 that's, that's, it would be a lie for me to say I've never experienced anything like it because, because I have, I mean, every time I get pregnant, I'm sick for at least the first four months, four to seven months. And, um, and that's every day, 24 seven sick. It's not just like a come and go kind of morning sickness. I have pretty brutal pregnancies, but, um, but this kind of violent illness was, um, it was pretty violent. I ended up in the hospital a few times, which was pretty traumatic for my kids, especially my daughter. Um, and the house just went to crap. Like it freaking fell apart. Like it was stinky. It was grimy. It was dirty. It was nasty. It was cluttery. It was things all over the place. And my mom, bless her sweet freaking heart, came over all the time to help me. And she was just clean. And she would watch the kids while I laid in bed. And um, I had a lot of help. I had a lot of help. And I'm very grateful for that. Um, and so I just look forward to my, my hopes, my dreams, and my vision is to just be able to maintain a nice and tidy home. Um, I have noticed that when my home is tidy and clean, I feel more relaxed. And I feel like with that comes the opportunity to just like be open to feeling the spirit more. And so I just look forward to that. I look forward to having my home be even more like a temple. Um, I plan to take care of myself so that I can be there for my kids 100%. And that is pretty much why I have started this podcast. I've been thinking like, and having conversations with my husband about how I just don't have any hobbies and I don't do anything for myself. And that's going to change this season. Um, I want to do more for myself and 
I'm gonna start by trying to focus on this podcast for at least for as long as I can. Um, I am due here in the beginning of May, so you know, we'll see how far we can get before I have to take a little break, but um, hopefully I won't even need a break. Anyway, so yes, I plan to take care of myself, and I know from experience that taking care of myself has allowed me to just be a way, like, 100% better mom um, when when I am taking care of myself. I'm way more patient. I'm actually way more enthusiastic. I'm way more fun. I'm way more present. And everybody benefits from that. So moving on to my next step here, to be there for my husband, to support him, to cheer him on. Um, you know, we have been through hard times already and we just did, we just finished up 2019, December, 2019, my husband finished his last semester of full-time school, full-time work. And we did that for several years and it was absolutely brutal. Um, the reason why we did full-time school and full-time work was because I w- was, I, I'm a stay-at-home mom and we decided that that's what we were going to do. We didn't want me to go to work and to have to pay for childcare and um, all those things. And so we were just immensely blessed that we were able to find a home that we could afford to live in on one income. And then we were immensely blessed to find a source of income that could not only pay for us to thrive, but also to pay for my husband to go through school. So he put himself through school because he is a stud like that. And so I just... I've seen where we've been and I know that where we're heading is probably going to be harder than that. At least that's what I'm told. And, you know, opening a business, being a business owner, getting your business up and running um, the first year, 2021 to 2022, is going to be really, really challenging. And it's going to be even more challenging because I have so much more on my plate. Um, When we were doing full-time school, full-time work, we only had one kid. Um, We we had two kids his last year is all. Now we're going to have four. And so, um, and (laughs) what's even more nuts on top of that is that my three youngest are all barely over a year apart. So I've got three teeny tiny littles that require absolute 100% from me. Like they depend on me 100%. And so I know that we bit off not more than we can chew because I don't really, I don't believe in that, at least not 
for us in this particular circumstance because I do know that every choice that we've made, every step that has led us here has been 100% God. Um, Yeah, I would not have chosen to have my kids this close together, especially during this trying season of our lives. Um, if it weren't for the very strong convictions that we received from, from heaven, that, that that's what we needed to do. Um, and so I know that I'm going to have more on my plate than I've ever had before. It's going to be pretty shocking. Um, it's going to be really hard for me, but I know that through it all, um, I can never turn to my husband and, you know, blame him for not being around. And so I know that I'm going to have to be really careful to not harbor any kind of feelings of like resentment or loneliness or feeling like he needs to be here more because he needs to be exactly where he's going to be and it's going to pay off over time. And so... Um, I know that even though it's going to get really ugly for me and it's going to be really trying and challenging for me, I know that my part in this is to just sort of be strong and support him and cheer him on no matter what. And um, I know that Heavenly Father is going to help us through this. I know Heavenly Father is going to help me through this. I have complete faith in that. Also, this year I will be charged with being the head of this household and running this home on my own. Um, Yes, and I know this to be absolutely true because my husband is going to have to put everything he has into this business and, um, and I have to support him in that. And so I'm gonna have to wear all of the hats when it comes to the household and the family and just running it. And um, I know that I won't be alone. Um, I know that I'm going to have angels on my left hand and on my right. And I know that I'm going to have the the Savior walking with me. And I know that I'm going to have the support of Heavenly Father. And um, yeah, I'm saying that now, but wait, just wait until... <laughs> This fall, I'm going to be crying. (laughs) Uh, Hopefully not. And uh, my last, my final little bullet points here on my list to define my season are to have joy in the journey and to have fun. You know, I just, I know that even through like, the ugliest times. And I, I've seen this in myself, but I have seen it in others, like people who have seen the ugliest of seasons where they have lost loved ones, where they've lost their children and their babies. And I've been able to see that they can still have joy and happiness. And so I know that it's possible. And I know that even though this season is going to be the most challenging season that I have yet to see in my life um, up to this point in my life. 
I know that it is possible for us to still have joy in the journey and to just have fun. And so, um, yeah, that concludes, you know, my definition of my season for this upcoming 2021. Well, it's not upcoming. We're already here. Um, for this season, for this year, these are my dreams, my hopes, and my visions. And um, once again, I would actually like to close by just reading my scripture, uh, repeating it to you. Doctrine and Covenants, section 12, verse 8. This is the scripture that I have chosen to just be my my uh, mantra. Is that the word? I don't know. For this year. And I've already had it. I've already written it in my kitchen on this mirror that I have in there so that I can see it every day. Um, and this is just what I'm going to live by for this year. And it says, and no one can assist in this work except he shall be humble and full of love, having faith, hope, and charity, being temperate, temperate in all things whatsoever shall be entrusted to his care. And what is entrusted to our care? For me, it's my children, it's my home, it's my husband, and it's my duties that, you know, involve all of those things, my, my family and my home and making this home a fortress and a temple and a safe space where the spirit can dwell and so I invite you to um, also find a definition for your season. Um, first of all, define your own season and take the time to uh, jot down what your season is, what your purpose is right now, as well as your hopes, dreams, and visions for your season. And then take it one step further like I did and um, choose a scripture that you want to be your theme for your season for this year that encompasses your hopes and dreams and your vision. Thank you so much for listening. This is episode one of the Orozco Way podcast, and I will see you next time.